0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more Pro Abundant Life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Today you'll hear the first episode of a special three-part series on the racial issues facing our nation today. Roland and Vince will have an important conversation about how we can take a biblical approach to racial reconciliation. In this first part, Rollin will tell his own story of coming to terms with racism and how he began to think about how Christ would approach the racial tensions our nation faces today.
1: As you know, there's been a lot of, uh, there's a lot of racial uh, tension evident in our nation right now. And so Rollin is you know uniquely positioned um, and for a number of reasons to address uh, these issues. We just sort of wanted to kind of get right into it here with, um, you know, I know that you, obviously you, you you have a story yeah. as it relates to the issues that are happening right now in our right. country. And I think it's always, you know, important to kind of start there. So why don't you kind of
0: yeah, start with yeah. your story?
1: And, 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 and you're right, Vince. It, I mean, there's a lot that's going on right now. And, you know, the tension uh, between uh, the races and um, the conflict that's in the public squares is... is very troubling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting, I you know, I was thinking, as uh, so I was thinking about, you know, what I was going to say here, you know, I was reminded of the first time that I was called that racial slur, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the word that folk dare not say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back on that moment, I remember distinctly, I was 15 years old, and we had lived in the North all my uh, life before that time, and we moved to the South. And um, I was out one, one night, and it was getting near dusk, and I um, heard a car coming towards me mm-hmm. and it was kind of revving up and I could sort of hear music from the car. And as the car approached, one of the guys in the car just rolled down the window and then threw something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was, I mean I kind of just held my breath and then it hit me and um, as he was throwing it, he called me that word. Mm-hmm. And it hit me and then they drove off and, you know, probably, you know, some Mm -hmm. teenage boys, uh, you know, kind of doing some stuff there and hit me and they threw, actually threw an egg at me Mm -hmm. and uh, it splashed on the front of me. And I just, I remember that in that, that moment, because it was really the first time I'd ever been called that, Mm -hmm. uh, um, how I felt in that moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, certainly I was angry, Mm -hmm. but you know, I was also humiliated, and and I really felt kind of dehumanized mm-hmm. uh, in that. And you know, for, you know, probably for for them, at least, probably teenage boys or whatever. It, you know, it was just an egg, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. But you know, it's just an egg and just a word. But you know, sometimes things are more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, you know, as I kind of think about the situation that we're in now, and and, and sort of the story that I have, and I just kind of remember that moment, and I remember in that moment thinking, how I respond to this. Mm-hmm you know, it's going to define me, Mm -hmm. you know, certainly as a a young man, but also as a man. And I had to make a decision in that moment, like, how am I going to respond to this? And how am I going to think about people? And how am I going to think about this issue? And I'll talk a little more about kind of Mm -hmm. what I came to uh, as we kind of talk through here. But, you know, as I thought about, you know, uh, George Floyd and and some of the other situations that are there and just this sense of, you know, certainly this sense of vulnerability, helplessness. Um, and, and the horror and the tragedy of, of all of that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to him, and, and what's, certainly what's happened to others, and, and just the dehumanization that happens in that situation. I certainly could relate. I mean, what happened to me was you know pales in comparison to mm-hmm. to what happened to him. But I certainly can feel uh, that, and I certainly can feel sort of the. Perspective that folks have about that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, certainly uh, in the in the black community and yeah. frankly in the broader community as well, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and the injustice of all of that. Yes. Um. So I, I, I so I process that mm-hmm. and I think through that, and you know, as I was kind of thinking about, well, well, how should I think about what's happening today in light of what happened to me and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature and just that narrative and myself as a black man, uh, you know, in this mm-hmm. in this culture, primarily through the lens of um, my faith in Christ, mm-hmm. and so um, a few days after um, the Floyd situation got in the news and was hot and heavy, you know, I started thinking about it and praying about it, and I was in Scripture, and I happened to be going through the Book of Joshua.
0: Okay,
1: and it's a very interesting book, and you know, Joshua is uh, is is the leader that uh, took. Uh, the Israelites into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a, as a black person, you know, that notion about the promised land, 400 years of slavery, 400 years of slavery, the promised land, you know, Dr. King talked about, you know, I've, been to, you know, I've seen the promised land, that whole notion, Who's mm-hmm. Joshua ready to do that. And so it's right before he's ready to take the people into the promised land in chapter five, verses 13 through 15. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the scripture says that Joshua looked up and he saw an image of a man. And um, it was a man that was holding a sword. Mm -hmm. And so Joshua says to this man, he says, are you for me or are you for my adversary? Mm -hmm. Are you for me or are you for my adversary? Mm -hmm. And this man says no, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which is, wait, no, Mm -hmm. right? He says, (laughs) no. He says, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord. And now I've come. Mm-hmm. And, and I really started to think about that because, you know, if you look at the Hebrew word that's used for man in that context, it's actually sort of also could be used for a man that's not of humankind. And, mm-hmm. and you do look at some commentaries on this um, and, and you see that this is actually the pre-incarnate Christ. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who it is. It's the commander of the army mm-hmm. of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so Joshua's question to him is, are you on my side mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: or are you on my adversary's side? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. Right. So whose side is he on? Then? Whose side is he on? And, and, and I really started to think about that and meditate that because really the question that Joshua was, was asking of this man, mm-hmm. of the pre-incarnate incarnate Christ, was actually the question that Christ was asking of him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you on my side or are you on the side of my adversary?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, who is the adversary of Christ? It's the evil. Satan, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It's Satan. He's the evil one. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to think about this, and you know, you get on Facebook, and you know, are, are, are you are you for Black Lives Matter or is it All Lives Matter? Are you for Republicans? Or are you for Democrats? Are you for white people? Or are you for black people? It's, the whole question is swirling around that I hear as I kind of look at this. Is mm-hmm. folks say, are you on my side mm-hmm. or are you on the side of my adversary? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess what part of what God led me to is, well, there's a third way. Mm-hmm. And the third way is the right way. Mm-hmm. And the actual question that folks, particularly Christians should be asking, are not the questions that. The culture's asking. Right, 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 right. Right? Yeah. The question that Christians should be asking, right, mm-hmm. is the question that came up in that conversation with Joshua and that man. Mm-hmm. Are you on God's side? Right. That that's the question. Yes. Are you on God's side in terms of how you're responding to this issue? Not the culture, mm-hmm. not the me. Are you on God's side as you uh, think about and respond uh, uh, to this issue? Yeah, Ron. That's, that's really that's really a great point. So I think it'll be really helpful for you to kind of talk about what that means. What does it mean to be on God's side? Yeah, and that's, that's a great question. That's really what I've been thinking about and praying about. It's like, what does it mean to be on God's side? Mm-hmm. Right? So if you look through Scripture, we, we know that our God is a God of justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be on God's side, you have to be seeking justice. Mm-hmm. And, and what is justice? That's, that's a desire to make things just, make things right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, that's a desire to make sure that you care for the vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you protect the vulnerable and you have a heart for Mm -hmm. the vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But that also is about folk who have done wrong Mm -hmm. or who are taking actions against the vulnerable, that you Mm -hmm. make sure Mm -hmm. that those folks, you know, um, have justice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we we really want to focus on that. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing for me though, Mm -hmm. is that there's more than that
0: Mm -hmm. to being
1: on God's side. Mm -hmm. And what I hear in the public square often is no justice, no peace. Mm Right. No justice, no peace. So this focus on justice, which is, again, important and appropriate. But if you're on God's side, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Because we also know that our God is a God of mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a God of mercy. So you can't be on God's side not by just focusing and calling for justice mm-hmm. if you're not also calling for mercy, mm-hmm. if you're on God's side. Right, right. And, and, and vice versa. And, yeah. and vice versa. He's rec- those things are reconciled. and God's equal in all those things, so he calls us, if we're on, on God's side, to be equal in all those things. And a key aspect of mercy is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Now, as I think about this, and I think about my own situation, whatever, one of the things you don't hear a lot of conversation about is forgiveness Mm -hmm. and that whole perspective and and this whole process. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, that's really important. So for me as a black man, if I wanna be on God's side, I can't just be seeking justice. Mm -hmm. I also have to be a person who seeks forgiveness, Mm -hmm. right? and and who doesn't carry unforgiveness in my heart. So my challenge uh, to folk who look like me is like, okay, we understand all that, but do you have unforgiveness in your heart? Mm -hmm. Do do we have unforgiveness in our heart? There's been a conversation about, there needs to be this time of repentance and and reflection. And and, and what's concerned me is that like the repentance and reflection seems to be like focused on just one side of the equation, just one one race. But the reality is we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, since we've all sinned, that means we all have to have a time of repentance and reflection. When you talk about this, I hear people say, well, you know, we want to talk about the culpability of white people without talking about the responsibility of black people. hmm or there's some who say we want to talk about the culpability of black people without talking about the responsibility of white people. Right. But when you view this through a biblical narrative, mm-hmm. when you view it the way Christ did, no, it's the culpability of all people and the responsibility of all people. Mm-hmm. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And our responsibility is what to have a heart of repentance and to examine mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if I have unforgiveness in my heart, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, when you stand before God, he says, "Well, well, you know, you weren't a racist." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but you have unforgiveness. And God said, well, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing that's really key here is Mm -hmm. that, look, the biggest racist that's ever existed Mm -hmm. is Satan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because Satan hates the human race. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from the beginning of man's existence on this earth, Mm -hmm. he has sought Mm -hmm. to divide us to separate us, to have us hating one another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He hates the human race. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you're on God's side, Mm -hmm. you understand that. That's why I say when when, when that that, that man said, are you for me or my adversary? And that's the question to all of us the adversary is the evil one mm-hmm. who has as a goal to divide us to disconnect us and to and to have mm-hmm. us hate mm-hmm. so we, we want to be seeking justice we want to be loving mercy and we also want to be talking about forgiveness mm-hmm. because ultimately where we're trying to head to is to have righteousness in our heart because yeah. we also know God is a god of righteousness right yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely That was the first of a special three-episode CareCast series on racial reconciliation. In the next episode, Roland will discuss the importance of understanding other people's stories and pursuing righteousness when it comes to racial reconciliation. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-ned.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, eBooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into Pro Abundant Life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.